So my name is Stephen. Today I am the one who is asking my monk. I call him my monk because he's is one person that has really taught me a lot. Anytime I sit with him, like Yadav always makes sure I get out of here with some really insightful information that get me thinking, you know. Too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, Yadav, I'm always, I'm always like, I'm, I'm so happy because we are fi- we finally get to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm always asking myself this question. Yeah. That brings us to, our, to, to today's topic, question on karma. You know. Yeah. I'm always asking myself, why, why was I born in Eastlands? Yeah. Why was someone? Why wasn't I born in the UK? Why am I not the <laughs> Why am I not the, why, why am I not in the next in line? Why yeah. did you rule England for like 72 years <laughs> exactly. and get all this yeah. respect and Yes. So I'm like yeah. I'm so curious like you know I don't yeah. and when I did a bit of um, research I saw that karma actually originated around then it was it was it was back then from the Hindu so I was like, ah, let me ask my guru. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Oh dear. Mm. Pressure again. <laughs> um, okay. So <clears throat> there are two there are two aspects that we need to consider. The first aspect is that karma is you, you're talking about a date, but karma is it's an almost like an axiomatic part of um, spirituality. It's not introduced at a certain time. Because you have to look at it from the perspective of the supreme being, the absolute God, divinity, whatever you want to call it, it's his system, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that, otherwise what would happen is you're saying that God had one system for a long time and then suddenly he gave it to some Hindu people mm-hmm. and said, like, you know, 2,500 years ago and he said, all right, you guys run with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. doesn't work like that. Karma is basically just a very, it's a simple system. And what it does is it allows you to make sense of a lot of things um, that are happening around us. And the question that a lot of youth have is, or even not even just youth, anybody, they have this question that why do good things happen to bad people? Yeah. Right. Um, And then the opposite as well. Right. Why do bad things happen to good people? And karma basically explains it if you understand the science of it. Because if you look at everything just from like one life perspective, right? A friend of mine put it really nicely to me, right? That it's like if you walk into a film in the middle of that, imagine you're supposed to go for a film, you get there late and you enter the cinema hall and you see that the son is beating up his own mother. Your instant reaction is, how can a, a son do that to his own mother? but because you have no context to what's happened previously. So for example, when we see that children are getting killed, you know, we're saying, oh, innocent children are getting killed. But the question is, are they innocent really? So the uh, system of karma explains um, this whole phenomenon that actually karma is not just built up in one lifetime, is many lifetimes of activities which are coming together and they can um what they could call fructify right they bear fruit in this one lifetime ah. actually whatever you said on on why do why do good things happen to to bad people and 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 the opposite recently in Kenya, there's been this uh, this meme going around that it it, it says it goes um, ongeza, um, <laughs> ongeza, 
ukiweka ukora na maombi ongeza tu ukora kwa maombi kidogo yeah. to make it which uh, which means just be you know devious like you just you shady yeah be shady but pray yeah. <laughs> if you are shady but you pray so it's just mixing it and things work out for you they do in the short term mm. but in the long term it'll hit you back that's what karma is karma is what you do right now you'll get away with it but eventually there'll be a pile up of debt which is going to come back to you because the universal principle is that um outside law if you do something that injures somebody that hurts somebody it's going to come back to you so a very simple example is today i might very cleverly rob a bank these days i'm probably not going to do it like you know physically i'll probably do like a cyber attack you know or steal the the, the new thing is cryptocurrency right stealing cryptocurrency yeah. um so i can i can plan it really carefully get like some hackers or whatever and i can do that but um what will happen is let's say i steal it and i get like 10 million dollars yeah. you know i'll steal it from some exchange or something and then i've got 10 million dollars and i'll have various contacts and i'll take that 10 million um recently someone did that they actually were paid um some money they uh, they took um like 70 million dollars and then they bought like this house in hawaii and etc yeah. so your first couple of days are like amazing because now you've you're rich you've got all this money right but a case was being built now in the background yeah yeah information is being gathered and just when you're sleeping peacefully one night in your new villa that's when everything comes you're arrested before you know it yeah, yeah before you're you know even the crust on your eyes have like settled right you're in a police station so this is the problem is that this generation is very short term thinking and we're following people that oh because they made it in a devious way yeah. right this is actually the way <clears throat> forward but we don't look at the long term yeah. we have to be a little bit more long term thing there is uh, there is i think mostly like um in our, in in our society right now yeah the biggest question and the biggest thing i've seen and i've had people even ask me is how do we break generational curses which i think also is more more of to do with karma because i don't understand how who chooses my karma how do i decide like what where do we get my karma from you from know? your okay so you get your karma generally it's it's is a it's quite a complex system and i don't want to go into the complexities of it um particularly right now because it might confuse a lot of people but the general thing is it comes from you it doesn't come from someone else it's action which you have done either in this lifetime but or in a previous lifetime So if uh, for example there's a system in England right in the UK and many other countries you park in the wrong place <clears throat> without or park somewhere without paying a ticket the traffic warden will come and give you a ticket or in the post you'll be given a letter like 2 days later that you have to pay a fine yeah? yeah so the thing is you don't see the karma on that day necessarily you see the karma coming 2 days later in the same way right you don't get the karma necessarily in this lifetime you get it some lifetimes later yeah. maybe the next one whenever it's plausible yeah. you get that karma yeah so in terms of that like um 
like uh, you've said though might be in this life yeah. or in the next one yeah so does karma forgive karma forgives based on your actions now so it can forgive you right it's not going to annihilate it but it can reduce it right it can give you like for example let's say you've committed like murders in a previous lifetime by proper spiritual activities right you can reduce that and there have been examples so i actually want to tell you a, a true story of something that happened um in india um in about 1975 this has been journaled and documented by a publication which was called the kalyan okay it's in hindi so some people who don't know the language might not get access to it yeah. but they they were a very authentic press printing true stories so what happened in 1970s in brief there were two friends from a village yeah. and they thought to themselves we're never going to get anywhere okay um we're never going to get anywhere just by staying in this village we're never going to become rich we're never going to go pro- <laughs> yeah. prosperous right yeah. right if you stay in i don't know some little town somewhere in kenya right people think you know to end in nairobi will you know get some good yeah. business pros- prospects over there right so so they went to um, mumbai right back then it was called bombay so they went there checked out the place made a plan um and did, worked hard for a year solid okay and they made a lot of money actually in that one year in those times so they made 200000 rupees which is about let's say like 300000 shillings but i'm talking about mid 1970s yeah okay so that may be worth like i don't know 10 20 million shillings today so they were very happy with their progress and they you know they said let's go back to our village and share our money with our family okay and those and th- those days they took cash you know so they were on the train but because their village was far there to make one stop over yeah. for the evening so check this out they stopped over in the evening they thought all right let's go and stay in like you know just a simple hotel mm. stayed there one of the friends says we'll both be hungry he says why don't i go to the market right because i'm hungry and i'll get some food and you know we'll eat it so the other friend uh, the partner said to him i'm not so hungry but you can get some milk for me He said cool I'll go and eat something and I'll bring some milk back. So he went to town a couple of hours ate something bought some milk back and gave it to his friend like here I bought you some milk yeah. had it. Um he, 10 minutes later his friend had died. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what uh, what he did was he took his um body put it in a sack right maybe whatever sack bag yeah. right? went on one of these you know um, in india they have those cycle what they call like cycle rickshaws yeah yeah told one of the guys can you take me to a lake and actually put um and in the middle of the night he dumped his friend's body in the lake, in the lake. but obviously he took his 100000 rupees yeah because what he had done was he had poisoned the milk okay to take his friend's money So he came back to the village and um both families were expecting to see you know two of them two only so one so they said where's the other one where's our father um where's our husband so he says oh he left 15 days ago from bombay to come has he not reached yet yeah and then police inquiry all these things but nothing came of it okay sometime later the friend who remained he had a son yeah all right so 
life was normal. He continued with the business. They became, you know, successful, wealthy. And this is where we basically see he killed his friend. Yes. Okay. But he became successful. He became wealthy. That thing you were saying, devious, devious. <laughs> All right. But check this out. Right. It's, it's almost unbelievable. So one day his 20 year old son got sick. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he took him to the um, doctors, specialists, all that. This was now in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. They all did tests. And then the doctor came back and he said, you're not going to believe. Um, he said to him, I'm sorry to say this, yes. but your son only has 48 hours to live. So the father took his son back home, they went into the house, and the father was sitting there looking at his son, like hand on his head, practically crying. And the son was sitting there, he was smiling and just staring at his dad. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And his dad goes to him, what's wrong with you? You're going to die in 48 hours and you're smiling, mm. right? As if like you've won the lottery or something. What's the problem? Yeah. Do you know what the son said to him? Mm -hmm. He goes... You think I'm your son, but I'm not. He said, 20 years ago, you killed your friend yeah. for 100,000 rupees. He goes, in this lifetime, what you've just done is you spent 30,000 rupees for my education. Yeah. You spent 60,000 rupees on all this um, doctor's fees for checking... Um, doing checkups on me. Mm. And when I die, you'll spend 10,000 rupees on, on my funeral and all those expenses. Because I, I want to let you know, I'm that very friend that you killed. Yeah. I'm the same person. And I've remembered for some years. I just haven't said anything. And that's why I'm smiling because I'm seeing the whole karmic circle now coming back. Yeah. And his son died. He left. You know, some days later. And the father did exactly that. Spent 100,000 rupees to pay the debt off. The exact amount that he had. Yes. And then he was thinking, how do I repent for this? Right? Because he's paid the debt off. Yes. But you still murdered someone. Yes. Right? So one way is he wanted to give this knowledge. So he went to this printing press, which printed it which is in a place called Gorakhpur in India, yeah. right? And he said, I want you to print this story. And the more people that read this, the more people will benefit from it. Yeah. And maybe my sentence will be a little bit reduced, but I'll have to, you know, undergo whatever karma that I have to undergo. Yeah. So do you see now, this is a live example, not live, but a real example of how karma works. So, yeah, it basically means karma lasts forever. It lasts until you it's paid off until you've burnt it off. So, um, so in terms of like um, when 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 you when we talk about karma, how does spirituality affect your karma? So, spirituality can burn your karma. It can burn it completely, practically. It can reduce it to something so small you'll barely feel it, mm. provided you don't take advantage of that. So, for example. Spiritual practices like chanting of the God's name, whether you believe it or not, can destroy practically all karma. But the thing is, you can't say, right, now, I can't go up and say, right, let me ruin Tevin's life, take all his money, and then I'll go and, 
you know, do some spiritual practices and it'll all be over. Yeah. You can't do that, right? In fact, that'll work the opposite way. Yeah. Basically, it can you it spirituality can help. Yes, but it's not you just don't wake up and then you, today your karma is done. No, you it can be done. Right? You can nullify all karma, right, within a few minutes by spiritual practices. It almost sounds unbelievable, but you can. But the thing is, but then you can't then commit further on the strength of your spiritual practice because then that relationship will be ruined. You can't use spiritual practices um, and say, now I'm going to just commit sin after sin after sin and I'm going to keep nullifying it through spiritual practices. Mm. Yeah, you can't mess the spiritual system up like that. So mm, does that, you know, it's it's really like, it's really confusing in terms of... Uh, of, uh, now can you even link can you link karma with uh, things like poverty yes like? yeah okay so how karma works in four stages yes. so the first thing is what they call the seed stage so yes. think of it like a tree right so whoever's listening can think of like a tree for a tree to grow first it needs a seed then the trunk then the leaves and then the fruit yes okay so karma works in those four stages so first is the seed right <clears throat> the seed is, for example, imagine we spend time together and I'm not a very nice person at all. And I basically encourage you that you know, you're married and everything. But if you really want to have fun in life, I've got like a, a an amazing brothel that I go to very regularly. Or there is this very beautiful woman. She's also married, but, you know, she's to die for. And I encourage you to have a relationship with that person. I link you two together. Mm. Right. So I put a seed there. Then what happens is something then follows an action. Action means you go to her and you do the deed. That's the trunk. Yeah. Okay. And then now your, your, your wife may never find out depending on, you know, how clever you are in order to hide things. Okay. But then when you are born again, that um, fruit now is going to be put within your karmic system. That's the third stage is when the leaves are now getting prepared. And the fruit is now in your next life, you're married to someone who does the exact same thing to you. Yeah. And now you feel the pain of it. Yeah, it's really complex because um, uh, the reason I even ask why if it's linked to poverty yeah. is because um, now, you know, when you look at, uh, when you look at, when you look at, uh, like us in Kenya, yeah. you know, there is uh there there are those indigenous communities. Yeah. You know, there's the Maasai, you go to, to Samburu, you go to Turkana, you find that you you may think that you you are going through poverty or you are you are you know, you are going through the poverty like you're suffering, but you go there and then you do realize, you know what? I'm 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 actually doing way better. And yeah, no. it's relative. So basically, you're saying it, poverty is relative. Like if yes. I look at myself and think, you know, I'm I'm decent, but if I go to Bill Gates, I'll actually feel like, you know, yeah. I have no money. I'll feel like a pauper in front yeah. of someone like Bill Gates or Elon Musk. Yeah. So that's why I was like, even actually coming to the fact that to 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 this question that is it connected to each and every person, or is it something that is generalized? Because you know, like, I never understand why Africa is way poor. You know, you'd, you'd even yeah. ask yourself, did we do something wrong? <laughs> no. See, that's the thing. What we, what we um, have to look at is look a little bit more 
um, deeper, it's not that Africa did something wrong. Yeah. Right? It's just circumstantially you'll have... So actually, there are four types of karma. Okay? So let's go back into karma again. There is the individual karma. Okay? So that's stored within your body, your DNA. Okay? The karma that you will experience in this lifetime through a disease or whatever. You know? Um, Then... Um, the second is family karma. So if your father or your mother or someone who you're um, connected to has a certain type of karma that they have to experience, which is heavy, right? You will experience some part of it. Like if your dad is, um, has karma to be poor, you will grow up not very well looked after or in the best way possible. Okay. That's there. Then there's something called country karma. Okay? So every country has its karma. Yes. So some countries have the karma, like America, as great as it is, it also suffers the karma of having so many like natural disasters. You know, Hurricane Katrina, this, you know, this happens, that happens. Right now there's floods in Pakistan, yeah. which is like, you know, messed up the entire economy, India goes through flooding. So each country also has what they call the geographical karma. karma. On top of that, how the leaders are basically positioning themselves, that affects the country. Because remember, you're under a particular leader. Yes. Yeah, so if that leader does very well, like if you look at like, like let's say someone like Sheikh Mohammed in Dubai, right? And his, so they've turned a desert into a so-called paradise, Right. Yeah. So the citizens are enjoying amazing karma because they have, you know, literally, if you're just born an Arab, you get like free education, you get land to build your house, you get money, you know, so many things are there. Things are changing, but that was that's been there for such a long time. So that's good karma. But for example, if your leader is there and they're sucking from the country, just taking. yeah, just taking, then people have less. Mm. Okay. So from, from, from the karmic perspective, we have to look at country karma. And then there is also something which is known as planetarian, uh, planetary karma. So Earth itself, because we're just a small planet in a huge galaxy. Yeah. Right? So planet Earth has its own karma. It's in what they call planet Earth is in the middle system of the universal setup. So there's heavenly regions above us. Yeah. Right? And there are um, more hellish regions or regions of more pain and suffering below us, yeah. right? Loosely, what you can say, seven he- uh, heavens and seven hells. It's not exactly like that. You have to understand a lot more um, about the way these planetary systems work. But there are abodes and places where enjoyment is much more than here. Here is a balance, yeah. right? Here, you could be very wealthy, but you could be suffering. Your body could be really suffering. Yeah. You know, so you find that suffering always goes with happiness hand in hand in this world. <laughs> Maybe it's for some people more um, and some people less, but it's actually more or less there for everybody. And that's planetary karma. Okay. I think if we dive into this, yeah. we like go because I know there's, there's so many questions that a lot of people yeah. have. Um, but I think uh, uh, wrapping it up, um, would, uh, what would you like? Uh, tell our 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 audience, yeah, in terms of um, you know, um, just understanding karma in the simplest form possible. Okay, so 
karma, we can um, say that there's kind of three types of action, right? Yes. Karma just literally means your action. Mm. So there is good action, positive, good action. right? Which leads to positive results. So, for example, if you give a lot of charity in your lifetime, you're a nice person, you're always looking out for other people. In your next life, without even trying, you'll be born in a family which is wealthy, yeah. aristocratic, right? You know, looks. Some, what do you have to do to become good looking? Mm. Not much. Not much. You just, as long as your mother feeds you, your features will just come out eventually. Right? <laughs> yeah. You, it's not like, okay, I know some people these days do plastic surgery to become good looking and all those things. You can't do that. You even need money for those kind of things. Right? But the point is that to become beautiful, right, you just have to nourish yourself. Okay? So things come automatically when you've got a really good stock of karma. Yeah. Okay? Then, so that's, uh, that's karma or good karma. Then there's negative karma, which in Sanskrit, the so-called uh, Hindu concept, right? These um, words are coming from there. It's called vikarma or bad action. Yeah. yeah. So when you hurt someone for your gain, that's bad action. People don't realize, right? A lot of us don't realize you hurt an animal just for the satisfaction of your tongue. <laughs> You've just eaten karma right there. Okay. You drink alcohol, under that influence, you hurt somebody, you sleep with somebody, you do this, you use somebody for your benefit. Yeah. You know, you crash a car, you're drunk at night, you, you, you know, you smash into someone because you're irresponsible. You, that person breaks a leg, loses their life, whatever it is, right? That, um, that karma comes, okay? Yeah. Um, you know, you steal some money. So all these things are what is known as V-karma or negative. And the consequences will either come in this lifetime, it can be, if it can be settled, or it'll come in another lifetime. Yeah. Okay? But then there's a third type of action which is called non-karma. Yeah. Um, non-karma means you're not, you're not actually doing good action and you're not doing bad action. Bad action. That is spiritual. Yeah. Sp good action still binds you to this world. When you give charity, you have to come back and enjoy your life. But you're still coming back to this world. Yeah. So the example is given... <clears throat> One is being tied with a golden chain and one is being tied with, a silver, uh, with an iron chain. Yeah. So bad karma ties you with an iron chain, right? You suffer. One ties you with a golden chain because you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm suffering, but at least I've got a golden chain, which is worth a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. However, spiritual action, right, which is non-karma or technically is called akarma, which is like non-karma, it literally means that it cuts these two bindings. Yeah. So the more spiritual action that you do, your, the knots of this karma actually start to abate mm. and then one actually starts to transcend towards a more spiritual domain. Mm. Yeah. Guys, if you liked our show, remember to subscribe, like and share. See you on the next one. Mm.